Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Ladies and gents, you guys know what time it is. Welcome to All Things Covered. Patrick Peterson, Brian McFadden got another jam-packed show for you <clears throat> once again. It's a great time to be associated with the Minnesota Vikings. They're 7-1. and one. The fans feel good. The players feel good. Everyone feels good. And with that being said, Hayden Spock, you feel good as well because get, guess what? He was our winner from last week. Remember we said we, we're, we're giving a, 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 a gift giveaway, to say the least. Last week we announced that we will be giving away a signed P2 authentic sideline hat. Hayden Spock, yep. congrats to you. You are you are our winner from a week ago, and since Minnesota, since the Vikings keep they, they keep winning, right? We're going to keep feeling generous. And with that being said, we have another signed hat to give away this week. So Pat P, I don't know how many hats you have in your locker. I don't know how many hats you have tied to you in the facility, but as long as you you guys keep winning, we plan on we we would like to keep giving hats away. Are you okay with that? I'm perfectly fine with that, man. Okay. So with that being said, for you guys that are just tuning in to what we're doing, this, this is our gift giveaway. We're giving away an authentic signed hat. And it's the same rules as last week. Subscribe to our channel. Like the video. Comment scroll in the comment section. And we'll pick. We'll randomly pick a winner week in and week out. And as long as the Vikings keeps winning, we will keep continue to give away authentic signed P2 hats. Wait, hey, Pat, when you scroll. sign your name. When you sign your name, do you put Patrick Peterson or do you do like what do you do? Hey man, you do P two or, or or what do you do? <clears throat> Just depends on what type of day it is. You gotta wait, gotta wait and see what I'm feeling. So those are the two options, though. You get your whole name or you do P two, right? Okay, that's the options. Well, I think and and of, of course with the number seven. So I think fans would definitely love to have either or on a signed authentic hat. Before we get into the Vikings recap, it's an opportunity for both of us, you know, to, to, to gloat a little bit about our, our alma maters, right? Oh, yeah. LSU. Tigers. Did you see the LSU game Saturday night? Did I? I had it on every TV in my hotel room. What, you, what, what were your thoughts about that game? Man, it was a hell of a game. I knew it would come out on top. Especially you with said the momentum it. We, yeah, especially with the momentum we start to build around like week five, beating Ole Miss, you know, losing to Tennessee, you know, kind of gave me some doubt. But watching the game, we just didn't play our best ball. You know, it just caught us on our heels. You know what I mean? And, and going into the Alabama game, obviously I knew how, how much it meant to to Coach Kelly to uh, to beat, you know, Nick Saban. So I knew he was, you know, going all in. So, yeah, man, I, was, I watched every single play of that game. And Pat? You had 34-30 LSU win. They actually won 32-31, so you was pretty close. Yeah, I was pretty close, man. I went, I went to my to my number-wise thinking like my boy Mac. I was like, ah, what number's coming to me? Let me think about it. Ah. <laughs> and that's what came hey, to me, Matt. You were close. You were close. <laughs> you were close. Your, your, your Tigers took care of business. And, man, my Seminoles. Yeah. Did you get a glimpse hey, it, of what, what happened down in Miami? I ain't going to lie, Mac. I ain't going to lie, Mac. I didn't because all eyes was on them Tigers, dog. That's but only, I, did that's, see, that's right. I did see the score pop up. I was like, ooh, well, that thing getting ugly down in the down south, boy. <laughs> I can't find a hurricane fan to save my life. 
I don't know if they all just vanished. I can't find none of them. Nobody ain't talking about nothing. I can't. Like, everybody quiet. And now, you know, for the few that I've talked to, well, we knew we were going to lose. Stop that. No, oh, no, don't, don't try to no, wave the white no, flag. No, no, no. Don't oh, say that. Man. Do not hit me with that. <laughs> yes. Oh, we knew we were going to lose. It's a down year. It's a rebuild. Number one, how can it be a rebuild when the team last year won eight games? Right. And got to a bowl. Like, what are you talking about? You didn't win three or four or man, five. You won eight games. That's a loser mentality and a loser Facts. response, man. And you had a quarterback that many felt would, would be a first-round talent. Van Dyke, who started midway through the season last year, coming to this year, high expectations. Now you're talking about, well, we don't have this, we don't have that. Whatever you don't have, it showed last Saturday night. 45 to 3. I can't even <laughs> find a Ricky back. Yeah, it wasn't close, Mac. Yeah. yeah I, but I, both, man, I, saw, I saw when it got about... It was about 30-something to three. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Strike up yeah. the band, coach. No question. <laughs> Strike up the band. All their teeth got knocked out. And, oh, by the way, your, your, the, your, your high school, Ely, they had the Soul Bowl against Dillard. I think they beat Dillard, too, as well. I think the gang got oh, called. Yeah. yeah, Soul Bowl. They got called. Yeah, somebody started shooting in the third quarter. Oh, yeah. What was, you know, what the score was? They gave, they gave the victory to Ely. I think Ely finished undefeated for the season. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Matter of fact, don't isn't the stadium named after you? Yeah. Patrick Patrick Peterson Stadium. Patrick Showtime Peterson. Oh, that's what they call you in his high school. Yeah, yeah. Showtime. Oh, yeah. For y'all, all, all <laughs> you Patrick, all you Patrick Peterson fans, you didn't know his high school hey. stadium is named after him. Hey, Matt, I used to bring him out, Matt. Showtime. Hey, man, I used to bring him out. I remember when we played. Uh, Core Gables, right? Urban might come to the game. My boy's all excited because I think it was like the first game, like they saw scouts, you know, mm -hmm. like a, a D1. So they called, they started calling me like D1. Like D1 was my nickname in high school. So we saw this scout, uh, Urban Meyer. I, can't, I think it was with Holiday. I can't remember the coach's first name, but his last name was Doc. Doc was it Doc Holiday? Yep, Doc Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so Holiday, boom, boys in the back of the end zone. Core Gables kick off the uh, punt the ball. Can't remember what happened. Either I dropped it or like the ball. Oh no, I did not drop it. I did not drop it. The ball bounced and like everybody was around me, like all the Core Gables defenders, and I end up just just end up catching it anyway. Strike up the sideline. Urban Meyer's in the back of the end zone. I dive, score, and I end up doing the the uh, the Gator the Gator chop. Uh -huh. Like two of them in the back of the end zone, and everybody went crazy. It was a Thursday night. Never forget it. It was a Thursday night football game, night game. Core Gables right out there, uh, played at their stadium, right there, uh, right there against the uh, the turnpike. <clears throat> the turnpike. That was, that was your senior year. Uh, yep, that was my senior year. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I told I told at that time when I was coming out. Steve Spurrier was the head coach at Florida. I told him he didn't waste his time. He tried to come see me <laughs> <laughs> during spring practice. You know, we used to have spring football in May. I just right. didn't like Florida. He came and like, man, I had I had Steve Spurrier. I think it was Joe Paterno there uh, at practice. I had some heavy hitters. They were like the two main mm -hmm. heavy hitters. That's like the second day in spring. Right. And I told him up close and personal, I'm like, man, I don't think you want to waste your time. I'm not just rocking with, with Florida. It's like, why not? I'm, like, I'm just not rocking with Florida. Yeah, you can't do it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you know, spring football in Florida is a big deal. It's right. A big deal. Real so, big yeah, deal. That's like the, the first day I think we had in pads. I told, I told Gators don't even rock with They kept trying to, they kept trying to, you know, get into the, get into the house with me. You know what I mean? Knocking yeah. on the door, but I'm like, no. Mm -mm. Not happening. Not, not happening. Not happen. with the swamp, huh? No, nah, I wouldn't rock with the swamp at all. Yeah. I ain't, I didn't want to, I, didn't, I just, I just didn't like Florida. I still don't to this day. It was only right that I went to Florida State because I didn't like Florida. Yeah, but how many times did you beat Florida? Uh, I think I beat them two or three. Two or okay. three. I think it's like two or three. Because you guys play them, play them every year, right? Every year, last game of the season. Okay. Yeah. yeah. During during that during Florida week, we eat Gator in the cafeteria. They feed us Gator. So like how how is that how is that rivalry compared to UM though? It's 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 a uh for me, 
it's dislike on both sides, but I almost went to Miami. You know uh, what I mean? So Miami, I could have had on those colors. Florida, I knew I wasn't putting on those colors. So it's the ultimate dislike. The thing about those two teams, when I was playing at Florida State, Miami had kind of our mentality. You know what I mean? Rough. You know, it's a four-quarter game. Florida was more soft. You know, if you jump on top mm-hmm. of the Gators early back then, you, you got them. You know, for us, we played against Miami. We knew it was going to be a four-quarter game. Um, so Florida, Florida was more ahead. like we consider them to be a little more timid, a little softer. So is it true that that's how – that's why you guys really dislike Miami more than Florida because they kind of – you guys kind of resemble each other? No, I think we dislike Miami more than Florida because their fans are so annoying. You know how it is living in South Florida. You know how it is. Every year, it's almost like Hurricane fans are like Cowboy fans or New York Knicks. Fans. I was going to say that because if they win it, they up. But if they if they lose, and nah, they ain't rolling with them. So Yeah, and every year, it's like every year, oh, yeah, this is the year, you know, we're back. So now you're admitting that you left because they, to be back, you had to leave. Like every year, this is like, think about this. This past year, coming into the season for college football. They were ranked top 16 or whatever it was. You know, all the hype. Oh, yeah, this is Miami's year. This is going to be this. We this, we that. Their fans are just so annoying. I can't oh, stand their 16? fans. Yeah, they were like top 16. Yeah, and they went yeah. crazy to they back. Oh, no question. Yeah, they back. Oh, man. They back. Miami hasn't won an ACC championship game. I mean, championship mm-hmm. title since they've been in the ACC. Their trophy case is empty. Now, if you go back to the early uh-huh. 2000s, it's different. But we're talking about so in the Big East. Yeah, it was in the Big East, you know what I mean? But since going to ACC, that trophy case is empty. But I, I think that's the, that's what <clears throat> uh, uh that's the biggest difference uh, between Florida and Miami. The fans, Miami fans yeah. are annoying. But I we had you. we had a great we had a great. And, and oh, by the way, I hit I hit three different parlays. Uh, here you go with your parlays. All right, I, <laughs> I hit a five teamer. I hit a four. And last night I hit a little slim two teamer. Hey Matt, I, so did you yeah. have LSU on one of your parlays? Because that that twelve and a half was kind of disrespectful. No, I I had the over in LSU mm-hmm. game. I took the over. You know Nick Saban can't handle an athletic quarterback. That's quarterback. what I'm saying. That's why I'm like the twelve and a half was low key kind of disrespectful. Yeah, I took the over. I can't. I took the. I over. knew it was double digits. Yeah, I I took the over, and the over was like fifty six something like that. And Ooh, I mean, yeah, you just got it. Yeah, he was sixty-three. overtime. <laughs> yeah, so, so hey, I had a great week. You had a great week. LSU, Florida State, Minnesota had a great week. And with that being said, it's time to hit, it, tap into our Commanders recap. The Vikings won twenty to seventeen. I was very, very close. I predicted twenty to fourteen. Six straight win to improve to seven and one. The prior three times that the Minnesota Vikings started seven and one or better: two thousand nine, two thousand, nineteen ninety-eight. They have made the NFC Championship game. So the last three times the Vikings have started 7-1, they got to the NFC Championship game. Boy, that would be huge. Largest lead in division through nine weeks since, team, since 1970, right? Uh, 2011, you had a, uh, the 49ers had a five-game division lead. 1990, the 49ers had a five-game five division lead. 73 Purple People Eaters. The Vikings had a five-game division lead. 2022, the Vikings have a four and a half game lead in the division. So these are the largest leads in divisions, division divisions through nine weeks. You guys are fourth, <clears throat> tied with the Patriots of 2007. Man, Pat Pete, man, I mean, before the game, I'd like to talk about something that you and your teammate Cam wore, you know, uh, shirts remembering takeoff of uh, a rap, rapper from the group Migos who died over a week ago. Uh, before the game, what did they mean? What did he mean to you? I know you're a big fan of his music, Migos as well, but you and your teammates to be able to wear a shirt to honor uh, the rapper Takeoff. Man, it was just, uh, you know, very sad and tragic news what happened to uh, Takeoff, you know, over the, like you said, I think, yeah, about a week ago. About a week ago, yeah. Yeah, over in Houston. Um, was my favorite Migos, you know, by far. You know, my teammates know that. My teammate knows. My teammates know knows that. That's my favorite, you know, group to listen to, especially when I'm on a football field. It's just something about their tune, um, their cadence. You know, they uh, those guys do it the right way. And it was just sad to see that, you know, they wasn't able to make music, you know, as a group anymore because those those guys were just so dynamic. And then obviously hearing the news that takeoff 
takeoff is, you know, left us far so early at 28 years old. It was just, man, Devin, I thought it was fake when I got in a message in my, um, my in the defensive back um, text thread. I was like, no way. Because the night before, we, me and Sully were just talking about it. Like, mm. talking about how, you know, we felt, we felt like on this album that he really was, like, he really was dancing. Like, he was really showing, you in, know, who in, he was. Infinity links, right? Right, Infinity yeah. links. So, Man, it was, I'm still shocked, man. And, and Cam came up with the idea of, you know, Cam always have these great tribute uh, shirts. And he was like, man, I'm going to get some takeoff shirts for all of us. I was like, man, make sure you get me one. You know, I never met him before, but, you know, um, just seemed like he was just just a very chill, cool, laid-back guy. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I mean? So my favorite Migos of the group, I mean, all of them are good. But it was just something about takeoff um, to me, his lyrics and the way his delivery um, and so forth. So definitely left us way too early. And uh, RIP takeoff. Who is this? This is my little daughter dog, Scarlett. Scarlett. Oversized Pomeranian. She, she was what? looking Pomeranian? for some oversized. She, she, left, she left fat. Oversized? Yeah, I call her oversized. She look heavy. Oh, okay. I guess yeah, she look heavy. She was wanting some attention. Scarlet. That's the only. That's the only dog you got. You got no, two. You know, I got the Yorkie you still. Got, who you I got had Yeah, I got the Yorkie, and then I got the Rock. The Rock oh, Wild. You got Shade. Well, you, you got a dog full of a house full of dogs. Yeah, Shade. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but hey, so one thing I want to talk to you about, and we talked about this, and you said every week you guys gonna have something in the store, <laughs> right? Celebrations. Yep. Number one, huge interception by Harrison Hits. Man, he's having a phenomenal year, an all-pro-like year, by the way. Another interception, uh, game-changing like play, because at that time, you guys were kind of on your heels a little bit on both sides of the football. Right. Couldn't really do anything offensively. Uh, that turnover gave the offense great field position to be able to capitalize on. Uh, but another impressive defensive celebration. Remember I said last week, I don't think there's another, <laughs> another defensive team in the National Football League that has more creativity in regards to the celebration and, and how unique it is for the, mm-hmm. the, the everyone to be on the same page. Take us through that celebration, the bowling celebration. Take us, take us through that. Who came up with that and how did you get everyone to be dialed in for that when they when when the time was when the time presented itself to you? Yeah, um, you know, we always kind of predict ourselves of you know making a splash play in the game. You know, you want to have a, you know, you want to have a couple, couple of um, celebrations, you know, in the sleeve, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, I normally come on the second wave of buses. So that's the last wave of buses, maybe like, you know, hour, two hours, two and a half hours before the game. Um, I hate sitting in the locker room. The anticipation is crazy for me. Yeah, you get on the so last rather, bus. Yeah, so I get on the I used to get on the bus. middle bus. I used to get on the middle bus. Yeah, get on the last bus, get there late. Not late, but, you know, the last group to get there. Um, as soon as I walked in, I just see Z, Z and uh, Eric Kendrick walk straight up to me like, there he is, let's, let's go to the celebration, go to the celebration. So Eric had a celebration, Z had a celebration. And it was like, and we still was honestly like indecisive on which one we was gonna go with. So it was like, all right, cool, we're gonna, so initially we agreed upon going with Eric. I'm not gonna say what it is because we might pull it out this week. Okay, all right. So we was going to go with Eric's celebration, and that's what my mind was all already set upon when we got in the end zone. Well, you know, when it was time to, you know, perform a celebration or whatever. Then Big Z come along, no, 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 let's do let's do the bowling pit. Let's do the bowling pit. Everybody set up for the bowling pit. And just so happy, you know, we set up for the bowling pit. Harry was the guy who made the, uh, made the play. Obviously got to be the guy who was bowling it. And uh, Jordan Hicks just topped it off in that uh, that last pin to find. Oh yeah, though, that, that that one that was just holding on to the ball. Oh yeah. So let me ask this question: When y'all decided to do the bowling pin, do do y'all walk through it in the locker room? Like, do y'all get the nah. guys together to walk through it? Nah, um, no, nah, not really, because everybody kind of know, you know what, you know what bowling pins are. It just kind of like get kind of get set up. You know, the fans and the commentators they'll get the point from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, so I'm going to tell you this much, man, Pat. Boy, are you talking about being mad? I know you were heated, but take us <laughs> to the play with Cam, right? Collided with the referee. 
that led to a huge game-like change in play for right. Washington. Curtis Samuel, I think, was a recipient of that pass for yeah. a touchdown, that, that, that receiving touchdown. What, 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 what happened? What you mean, what happened? I know I saw what happened, but what the exactly. fuck? Like, like, what, what, did the referee say anything to y'all? Like, and number one, Cam, I know all you guys were definitely f- mad because that was a touchdown. That wasn't supposed to happen. Then for right. two, that would have been the second week in a row Cam gets an interception. Right. High like, safeties are playing some great ball. Oh, like, facts. Some unbelievable ball. Facts. And facts. before that play, I was like, Cam, all right. At the 50 yard line, we already know what time it is. Taking a shot. They stay high. I'm a, like, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay on the upfield shoulder, but I'm gonna play low hip because they like to run those deep bike routes, meaning those mm-hmm. deep 18 yard stops. So with him staying high as he as he you know as he should and as he you know being where he's supposed to be, it gives me an opportunity to play more aggressive low hip. Mm-hmm. So once I notice his stem, if you go back and watch watch the play, I'm like, all right, this is the this is the post. I already know who that person is right there up underneath me. I already know who's in the post for me. It's a safety because we always have somebody high. Mm-hmm. So I'm up for shoulder. I got Harrison right here up under me. I'm running with him. I'm like, man, somebody about to pick this ball off. I'm about to start dancing. You know what I mean? I'm about to start getting my boogie on. And I know the easiest person who had the best vision and you know opportunity at it was Cam. So boom. The play goes on. I'm like, all right, boo, we about to get a pick. Oh, we about to get a pick. I see Samuels coming out with the ball. I'm like, what happened? Because that initially, I didn't, I didn't know the ref collided with Cam. Yeah, I'm like, Cam, how did you miss this layup? Like, this is a fastball that we talk about every week. As far as if you see the fastball, you hit that fastball. Yeah, it's three, it, like, this was the play. It was like that, that, that like, cause he's he's in he's like he's in shock himself. So he's not saying anything. So then I look back at the jumbotron. I'm like, That's when you oh, saw it happen. Oh man, the ref took you out. Yeah. <laughs> and check this out. So Cam said the ref, uh Steve Patrick apologized the next series. Cam was like, I forgive you, it's fine, it's football. I'm worried about the next series. After that, after that play, I was over it. Uh, Cam said it's just unfortunate running there triple. It was actually a triple coverage. He throws up a duck and it's an easy interception, but the ref is somehow playing free safety better than me. That was Cam's statement. Say the ref played free safety better than he did. Hey, if you go back and watch the tape, he really did. Like all this, all the ref had to do was just stop. All he had to do is just stop. He's here in the middle field. The ball's coming over his head. All you have to do is stop. And watch the play from this angle. Hey, watch like the you play from this It was true. That was, was a bad decision by, by, by Heineke, matter of fact. So decision. when y'all got to the sideline, like, what did your DB coach say? Like, what, what was said? Like, man, Coach DJ was still, he was in shock. He was like, I just don't know what to say, P. Can't, like, because we take pride on obviously, you know, take, keeping a roof on the defense. You know, yep. that's what yep. keep you successful as a defense, that's what keeps you successful as a team. And that's what, you know, quite frankly, you know, provides winning football. Mm-hmm. Correct. And when that happened, and you got three guys three on guys. this particular play, knowing this play is about to happen in the ref, I'm not calling the ref out. I mean, I'm just, I don't want to get fined. Yeah. But when the ref go and take my man, I was like, damn. Man. And at that time, man, it, the momentum was being snatched away from you guys. Because Minnesota, was. Uh, the, the Washington had that thing rolling. They did, know, man. And it was like, I, oh, man, not like I this. I can tell you this. We ain't blanked out one time. We knew we was going to win that game. I'm not even, not, everybody may, may, may think I'm joking. Right before Harrison got the pick, the uh-huh. team just posted. I was like, we about to make a big play. Somehow, so we about to make a big play. Hey, my time. Mike Tom used to say, I want people, I want guys who want to run in the hot kitchen, who ain't man, afraid to run into the man. hot kitchen. I said, I don't know how we're going to win this ball game, but we're going to win this ball game. Period. Yeah, that, and that, that's that. the difference. And that's the difference between <laughs> winning team and losing team. When you have no that confidence within yourself, knowing that you can go out and achieve hey, that goal. That that play with Curtis Samuel <clears throat> hit me from, from two different sides. Number one, you know, I'm rooting for the Vikings, and I felt like that could be 
a huge play in whether the Vikings win or lose. Number two, I was playing against Curtis Samuel in fantasy football. And at that time, Curtis Samuel only had two points. He didn't do anything. And this is getting close to fantasy playoffs for all Man, you guys. They, had a, they probably had a hundred yard passing at that point. <laughs> Bruh. And I'm in a league where you get bonus points for a 40 yarder for a touchdown. Oh my goodness. That man instantly went from having two points to 22 points in one play. And I'm in a dog fight. I said, I can't believe this. And Did this you end up winning? League. Oh yeah, I still won. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. good. My team, my team, my team, my team heavy. I got, I got some heavy hitters. I'm a great okay. GM. I, yeah, I, I, I'm a good, I'm a good GM. Heck, the window might be open for me to be a GM for a professional team since Jeff Saturday can be an interim head coach from the couch. Yeah. They can jump you right off the podcast, coach. No, no question, no question. So I might have a window. It might. Put him I, in. I, I might have a window. Talking about <laughs> not blanking, you know, speaking into existence about winning a ball game. Keys to that fourth quarter comeback, holding the Commanders only to seventeen points and being able to rally in the fourth quarter to win that ball game. What were the keys, Pat P? They only have ten points, if that's. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah. anywho. Um, the keys to it, man, we just played a, a very, very sound defense from the beginning, from the beginning to the from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. You know, I just thought we was very sound on third downs, mm-hmm. keeping them backed up. Even, you know, early on we were battling field position. I thought we did a good, great job of managing that because it could have got real ugly. I believe like early on in that game, my average starting point as a defense was like, you know. They're 42, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but we did a good job of, you know, managing that, diffusing the momentum in that game. And just quite, you know, quite frankly, just, you know, just sticking together as a team, you know, finding a way. Offense didn't have it going on, but defense found a way to keep us in the game. Yep, we mm-hmm. gave up some big plays in that third, end of, end of the third quarter. But, you know, early in the fourth quarter, we buckled down, made some plays you know, to reverse that momentum. And now the offense got the momentum back. And then, you know, at the end of the game, Washington making some bonehead mistakes on, you know, Bull rushing the center, a long snapper on the field goal, um, which prevented them from having more time to, you know, to try to tie the game or even go for the win. But, you know, those just the margin of errors that, you know, we talk about and go through each and every week. You want to be a situational mark football team because, Quite frankly, that play possibly lost in the game. Yeah. No question. No question. And 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 those are the things that add, you know, adds to how close you are to winning or losing. You know what I mean? And you guys are doing it in the right way compared to last year. You did everything the wrong way, which ultimately kept you guys on the wrong end of a win. How impressive was it to see TJ Hawkinson, who you acquired last week? right, play a big part in the offensive production. Nine receptions for 70 yards, second most catches in a game in his career. You know, how impressive was that? And I can tell you this much, man, if he gave us that in the first (laughs) trailer, to say the least, of this movie that we're going to see, that movie got to be bananas. It got to be on point. But how impressive was it to see TJ fresh off a plane a few days later, a a, a few days ago, and then leading up to the ball game, giving you nine receptions for 70 yards. Man, very, very exciting to see what TJ was able to provide for this offense. You know, that, and like you said, he just gave us a glimpse. You know, he mm-hmm. was just with us three days before he had to suit it up and go uh, pack it up and go out to Washington and prepare for a football game. And he did it unbelievable. You know, every single day I saw him at the, uh, late after practice trying to understand the, the route concept, understand the scheme. Uh, you can tell that he's a guy that's dedicated to the game. And when you have mm-hmm. guys like that, the game don't have nothing but have no, no choice but to be good to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it was wonderful to see, you know, the glimpse that he was able to give us in our offense. Uh, it's going to be more wonderful, you know, to see, you know, the, that final chapter of uh, what, what's, what's going to come uh, for us at the end of the season. No question. And, and and with that being said, he caught nine passes. The guy who was throwing the passes became a big time viral success. We're talking about Lil Kirk. We yeah. call Lil Kirk. Kirk did it right here. 
<laughs> we gonna call him little Kurt. Kurt Cousins once again, man. The plane was on fire. You know, big time celebration when you have those type wins. Just winning the National Football League is already tough, but it's good to celebrate. Kurt Cousins had yeah. had to have almost <clears throat> close to a mill on his neck. All the ice, man. No shirt on. I was surprised. I didn't think Kurt Kurt Cousins looked like he worked out at all. You know when he because he got he got this when he put his pants well, on his Kurt. jersey. His jersey stopped mid elbow. You know, nah, Kurt get it in now. Man, Kurt look, look like he, he he can do a little something in the gym. Buys and tracks, man. Buys and tracks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, tell us about you know Kirk and 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 the vibe with the team. You guys are having fun, and I love it. I love it. That's important when when you talk about being a part of a team sport and the success, man. Uh, but it, that 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 moment on the plane, where we? I didn't where, where you was at on the plane. Man, I was somewhere in the crowd because my 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 seat is about two seats in front of Kirk's. Middle out, so mm-hmm. I was right there, but it was just obviously so much going on, and you can't help but keep your eyes on all the chains and the ice that my man Kurt had on <laughs> in that video. The funniest part about that video that he referred to himself, he was like, "Oh my God, Kurtko!" <laughs> oh, that's what he said. I thought that was <laughs> the funniest thing ever, but Kurt, man, that's Kurt, though, man. Now the world is just having the opportunity to see, you know, who he is. Because that's who he is in the locker room. You know, I like he's it. He's very loose. He's very, you know, he's one of us. You know, he's a, he loves some Kodak Black. He hmm. loved, he, yeah, he loved Kodak Bopping. He loved, he loved a Kodak Bop. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, Kirk, man, Kirk is a, a, a great guy, man. Great, a great leader, great quarterback. And um, now just the world is just seeing his the other side yeah. of him. I mean, we, we love it. We love it from afar because we don't get a chance to see him day in and day out and interact. And what people don't understand about the game of football, especially the National Football League, most quarterbacks, not most, but there's few quarterbacks that kind of isolate themselves right. from the other guys, you know, mm-hmm. when it's not on the field related. You know what I mean? And you have, when you have the quarterbacks that are, like you said, they're one of the guys, you know, the, the players, the teammates, they buy into you. Right. They rock with you because you want to us. Because we know the quarterback is a leadership position. Like it or love it, like it or hate it, it's a leadership position. And, of course, most quarterbacks get paid the most money because of right. the responsibilities that come with that said position. And they're, you're looked at differently than other positions. But when you're able to showcase, no, I'm one of the guys as well. You know what right. I mean? Man, people, that's what we, that's what we like. That's what we like in the energy. The energy is dispersed throughout the team. That's what we're seeing right now. I can't wait to see what celebrations y'all got. This Sunday, leaving Buffalo, going back to hey. Minnesota. I can't believe what the plane going to look like. Ooh. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you guys are going to have in store for us Stay this tuned, Sunday on the man. plane ride home. And then, Stay of course, tuned. another celebration uh, defensively as well. So I can't wait to see you, man. And talking about the Buffalo Bills, we're going to go take a quick break. But when we come back, that's who's up next. The Buffalo Bills. They're trying to stand in the way of the Minnesota Vikings from improving to 8-1. and one. Let's see exactly what this preview will look like right after this. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Next up, Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Two straight road games. This will be the second straight road game, I'm sorry, for the Minnesota Vikings. Playing against a team that has championship aspirations. Outstanding quarterback play. Outstanding wide receiver play defensively sound balance even though they're dealing with some injuries you know what I mean this is a team that has found ways to be uh, real good against opposing offenses what kind of statement can you make versus the Super Bowl favorites because this was probably the consensus pick for everyone in regards to who they felt like who they felt would win the Super Bowl what kind of statement can this be for you guys man this could be a great uh, a, a huge statement for us you know because mm. you know, obviously um Going on the road, you have to you have to be able to not only win ball games but play quality team ball, and that's what is required in the playoffs. Yep. You know, if you don't get home field advantage, which unfortunately we don't have, you know, you know, in our favor as of right now, because Philly is still undefeated, and that's the team that we lost to. So, at the end of the day, these type of games that you want to be at your best. These type of games that you want to, you know, kind of build off of, build off to to help prepare you for the future. You know, because you know we're trying to see the bigger the bigger picture. And obviously, this is the AFC opponent, but you know, this is a quality football team. You know, top to bottom, quality defense. I don't know if they're still ranked number one defensively. Mm-hmm. You know, have a very very explosive offense. You know, these guys. You know are what you want to be measured up against, you know? So it's, it's going to be a great measuring stick for us to go on the road into a hostile environment um, with that, with that Bills mafia and that high power offense and that, uh, that star studded defense. It's going to be a task for us, but I think we're prepared for it. You know, uh, like coach talked about, you know, we didn't give our best, you know, we didn't give who the NFL considers the best team you know, in the league, our best shot you know, when we had an opportunity to. So now we have, have a couple games under our belt. Now we know what it feels like, you know, to, you know, prepare at a championship level to go out and put out a championship effort to get a W. And with that being said, how closely are you monitoring Josh Allen injury status? I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to throw this out <laughs> right now. I feel like Josh Allen's not going to play Sunday. I don't yeah. think he's going to play Sunday. I, I know they're saying, you know, he's probably going to play, but you don't want to play around with no throwing elbow, especially yeah. when you still got a lot of ball left to be played. You're playing against the Minnesota Vikings, who is a good team, but they're not an AFC team. And right. losing to an NFC team compared to losing to an AFC team is not it's, – it's a loss, but right. it's a little – it's, it's, it's kind of different. And for yeah, you guys that know the ins and outs – of the NFL, AFC, NFC, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So why risk your franchise quarterback when he might not be ready enough to go? I don't think he plays. We have to wait and see, and we will find out. We'll see. Yeah. Case Keenum is the backup. Of course, Minnesota, they're familiar with Case Keenum because Case had a a short stint with the the Vikings. Uh, But the difference, I mean, I guess, heck, I don't even want to do that to Case. We we know what the, the difference is you know between the quarterback play but game plan wise you know how for you pat p is there a big difference if you had to game plan for josh allen compared to case keenum or you know it's kind of the same thing in regards to your film study and your prep uh you know i think it is going to be a little bit different because you have to understand that Josh has a little bit more command of the offense. So the offensive coordinator feels a little bit more comfortable of calling more aggressive plays, mm-hmm. you know, with their starting quarterback, because, you know, every, you know, at the end of the day, that's who they put the most time in with, you know, they have goals that they want to hit as a, you know, offensively, 
you know, statistically wise, you know, so they have things in place. And when you have a backup quarterback, although he may have experience, it's going to be a little bit different. You know, they may yeah. want to, you know, obviously, you know, we know looking at the stats, you know, Buffalo is not a very, a very good running team. So that's why they relied on throwing the ball a little bit more and who you have at quarterback, Josh mm-hmm. Allen. So now when you have your backup quarterback in, now you may want to implement a little bit more run to, you know, you know, to, to sprinkle in the play action. You know, mm-hmm. now you may not want to be in the 11 personnel as much as you was when you had Josh Allen at the quarterback position. So I think that's in terms of uh, things I, I feel that, 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 that would change as far as a game plan and how I would look at it, you know, planning for this team. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, they're still going to run some of the same concepts. We just have to find and dig, you know, what was some of those <clears throat> simple concepts that they like to run with Josh because we know they're going to try to sprinkle that in with uh, yeah. with Casey as well. And also, too, knowing if Josh Allen is not in the lineup, you won't see any quarterback design runs outside mm-hmm. of a quarterback sneak. He's very, very impactful nope. in the running game because, like you said, they don't have a consistent flow of production coming from the backfield. And oftentimes, he is their best runner mm-hmm. in the backfield. But if he's not in the lineup, you're not running no quarterback counters and quarterback sweeps with Case Keenum. That's not right. happening. And also, too, his ability, Josh Allen, that is, his ability to scramble. You know what I mean? You got to plaster. You got to cover a little longer because he can buy time. Not only buy time, he can get positive with the football as well. Uh, right. So that would be something that you don't have to worry about. But we have to wait and see. I'm just giving my personal opinion. I don't think he's going to play. And uh, let's see exactly what happens in the next few days leading up to the ball game. Another guy, Minnesota, the fans are very extremely familiar with, Stephon Diggs. Uh, Stephon gave you some, some tribute on a podcast he was, he was on. Uh, with Von Miller uh, basically saying, man, in, 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 a prime Pat P is one of the best he's ever seen. Uh, so shout out to uh, Stefan and Von uh, that tribute to Pat P. But what makes him one of the best wide receivers in the game? Man, his route running, his ability to set up routes, um, and also to get skinny at the line of scrimmage when you're trying to press him. What do you so, mean? Uh, tell us a little bit about getting skinny. So what I mean, what I what I mean by getting skinny when most receivers. Most receivers like to give you their chest when they're at the line of scrimmage, try to give yeah. you the illusion that they're going somewhere. <clears throat> but with Stefan, Justin, um, Julio, uh, AB, you know, what those guys do a really good job of is when they're showing you that shoulder, they're dip that sucker. Now they mm-hmm. now they now they making it hard on me as a DB or aiming point to knock them off their route now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you do a great job of against press coverage of getting skinny this way and dipping the shoulder and forcing the receiver, I mean, forcing the DB to kind of push him down on his back and low key, giving him momentum to stack him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, he does a really, 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 really good job, you know, at that. So. You know, I mean, he got uh, and he has a, a ton, a ton of more, you know, attributes that, you know, cause um, present problem for defenses. But, you know, he just plays with that big four mentality, you know, can catch everything. Yeah. You know, just a very, 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 very superior competitor. And, you know, you can't take that away from him. And those are guys that you. You want to have the ability to go up against because you know that he's going to bring the best out of you. Mm-hmm. And, and when you talk about Stefan Diggs, if you had to give us your list of top route runners in the game right now, you know, who would be in that list? Man, he's up there for sure. Man, I go, I'm not ranking them because you know I don't like doing that because everybody's yep, yep. different. <laughs> so I go Stefan, I go uh Devontae. Um, gotta go Jets. You said who? Devontae. Devontae. Oh, Devontae. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Devontae, yep. Gotta go Jets. Um, let me see who else is in there. Uh, nobody out of the NFC West. NFC. Cooper, what about Cooper? Oh, Cooper, Cooper. 
Cooper Cup and um, Amari Cooper. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Hey, riffraff is nice too if you can just hold on to the damn ball. Riffraff. Yeah, out of Oakland. Oh, Raiders. You talking Renfro? Renfro, whatever his damn name is. Yeah, Renfro. <laughs> kind of Renfro. Hey, Renfro. Hey, he that boy got some nice feet too. <laughs> Pat, said, Pat said riffraff. Riffraff. Riffro. Yeah, Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, from Clemson. Hey, before we hey before we get to prediction time. Let's focus on the defense real quick. You know, Von Miller, who's a part of your class, your draft class, in this 12th season, he has seven sacks. And potentially, uh, Trey White might make his season debut this Sunday. You know, <clears throat> you know. let's talk about Von Miller, who, a guy who you know extremely well, and what he's meant to their defense. And then, of course, if Trey White is able to return, I think he would probably be on the pitch count, um, knowing, knowing that this would be his first game. I don't know how much he would play as far as reps, but those are two guys that could be definitely influential to their defense and knowing the experience that they bring. You know, so, you know, talk about that matchup for your offensive lineman. Of course, Justin, if you get a chance to see Trey White this Sunday. Yeah, I agree. I think Trey will probably be on the pitch count, um, you know, due to the, the injury that he's coming back from. He's He's a a franchise guy, you know, you don't want to really, you know, rush him into a, a, a situation to where he's not 110%, but you definitely mm -hmm. want to get him in there to get his feet wet and get him some game time action because obviously that's the only time a guy can feel and get comfortable um, is in a game. You know, we know he has a lot of experience, but, uh, you know, when you're making that run, you still want to make sure that, you know, you have, you have your feet up under you. So, um, I can expect him on a pinch uh, on a pitch count for sure. And then when you go to Von Miller, I mean, he's just been one of the best ever since he came into the league. You know, just continue continuing to be productive wherever he is. You know, mm -hmm. continues to bring that winning mentality wherever he is. You know, so um, it's it's great to see you know a draft mate you know bring that type of you know energy persona. Uh, and buy to whatever organization um, yep. steps into. So it's a beautiful thing. Yes, sir. And it's a beautiful thing when I get close to predicting the exact score. And when I do that, the Vikings win. So now it's time for BMAX prediction, right? BMAX prediction now, like I said, Case Keenum probably might be a guy. Case Keenum might be the guy. He might be a starter. All right. So prediction time. I got to think. You know, I just can't just throw it out there. I got to think. I got to think. I got to think. How the weather going to be? That's That, that could be very, very Man, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know, uh, man. All right, Matt. On the road. I think it's the defense that can rush the passer. I think Davin Cooks will have a huge game this game, too, by the way. Mm. I see Cook, I see Cook giving us at least 113 on the yard on, on the ground. 113. 113. I see that. 113. So let's let's do this. Let's do this, Pat P. Let's go. All right. 24, Vikings. 24, 19. Minnesota win. 24, 19. Yeah, and I said Cook going to give us what, 112, 113 on the ground? I don't know what you said, but we need it. <laughs> 24, 24 is high. The high going to be in the 40. That ain't bad. That ain't bad, Pat P. The That's high gonna be four. That's Man, great no football weather. If that's what you're about to ask me. Are you, you having white cleats again? Yeah, yeah I'm white cleats. Hey, the white cleats been good to me. I ain't gonna oh, lie to you, man. Now you wanna what I've been saying all year. White cleats been very good to you guy. What I've been telling you all year. I'm a win, man. Relax, okay? I know, but I just like can I like can I can I pat myself on the back? That's it. I won't pack. Let me pat. I don't mind pat myself on the back. I don't care nothing about it. <laughs> I'll pat myself on the back. B Mac prediction 24 19 Vikings win. 
It's time for Pat P to get another interception as well. That's what we need. Yeah, we need another interception. We need another interception. I agree. Ladies and gents, we're going to take one quick break. And when we come back, it's time to tap into Around the League, get you guys caught up on everything that's going on around the National Football League. We'll be right back after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And Pat Pete, there's a lot of news going on in the NFL. Every week there's a lot of news, but most most. Recently, Jeff Saturday was hired as a coach interim head coach. Now, why this is a big deal, here's why. Jeff Saturday used to play for the Colts, had a very, very good career with the Colts, won a Super Bowl, been retired for a long, long time, currently works as an analyst for ESPN, also helps out with a local high school in his area where he lives. He's never coached in the NFL or college. He's never really been a part of the coaching staff in Indy. Clearly this year, they'd be able to understand and knows the ins and outs, the nuances of the team, the roster, blah, 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 blah. Heck, he's never really like, I don't even think he's traveled to road games with the team consistently. But somehow or another, Jim Ursay, who's the owner, decided to name him interim head coach. Never seen anything like this before. No. What are your thoughts, Pat P? Hey, like, man. What? But like, like, because my thing is this: it's one thing to bring in an interim head coach that's an outsider who's not a part of the staff currently. I've never seen that. Usually, interim head coach is already there. Prime example: let's go down a level to college football, right? They fire Brian Harsons, Auburn. That is, I'm talking about University of Auburn. They fire Brian Harsons. Yeah. They named Cadillac Williams the interim head coach. Cadillac right. is on staff, right? You know, he's the running back mm-hmm. coach. It's on staff. That's how it mm-hmm. usually happens. Like, I don't know if you've ever been a, a part of a coach getting fired during the season, but nah. but they uh, they elevate someone who's already on the staff. I don't even know yeah. if Jeff Saturday could name, before being named the interim head coach, I don't know if he could name all 22 starters. Nah, I doubt. I, well, <laughs> he possibly can. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Pat P. What, I, I mean, he... He ain't been hands on. So, so think about this, Pat. He hasn't been hands on, but he he well, at least his title. He's he was a consultant for the team. Yeah, he was a consultant, but so that's what I'm saying. He may can give you twenty two starters, man. I give him the benefit of the doubt. But even though he's a consultant, you don't know the day to day routine, the meeting schedules. The ins and outs. Right. What happens if you have a delay? What happens if you need to do this? You need to change some things up. You know, the plays that, that both sides are running offensively and defensively. Like, what's our go-to in situational football? Who we like to go to? Knowing the personnel. Man, this is just mind-boggling. Jim Murray they need to cut this out. No, I agree. I definitely agree that this is mind-boggling. This is a slap in the face to the head coaches that was to the other. It's slapping the face to every other coach on that staff. Because you got John Fox. You got 40 years of experience. You got Gus, uh, Gus Bradley. Gus Bradley. Who got a, couple, a bunch of years of experience. So what you're telling me, then, then, his, then his press conference was like, I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes in sausage. I just know how to make a good football team. That's what you know said. how to make a good football team, but do Jeff Saturday know how to coach a good football team with no experience? Yeah, 
How would what would your reaction be? Let's say you was a part of the, the Indianapolis Colts and you and this happened. Like being I'm a veteran guy, and saying, "What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Exactly. What exactly. are we doing right now?" Yeah, and this is no and knock on Jeff Saturday. And, and, and what that decision, what that shows me is like, oh man, shit. they ain't trying to be here. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 this was that was an in, in, irresponsible hire. Man, no doubt. Period. Irresponsible. Period. We're gonna see how it play play out. I mean, this is the. I mean, game. I hope I hope it pay it, it pay out to be you know great for Jeff because he's a former player, great guy. You know, had opportunity to run across him a couple of times, but man, and ow. think about this: he was a he he was a consultant for the team. I don't know exactly what his role was, the responsibilities, right? But clearly, he wasn't up there like that because he still had other obligations with ESPN. Right. So he can't be in two places at one time. So, man, we let this man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But we're gonna see. We're gonna see. We just have to monitor from monitor that situation from afar. And other news in regards to what happened this past Sunday: Joe Mixon, who I have on one of my fantasy teams. Five touchdowns, had the game of his life. Joe Mixon on Sunday versus the Panthers had 22 carries for 153 yards, four rushing touchdowns, four catches for 58 yards, one receiving touchdowns, a total of five touchdowns. Joe Mixon gave me 50 fantasy points by himself in one of my leagues. But I'm kicking a lot of people in the mouth in fantasy football. I'm in. I'm a part of three fantasy leagues, Pat Pete. I won in all of them. Huh? I said, you coming with it. No, no question. I'll kick people in the mouth, boy. I don't play around. I knock your fronts out if you ain't careful. I knock your fronts out. <laughs> I knock your fronts out if you're not careful. Yes, I'm trying to go get that bag and that, 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 that reward, that bag. But man, five total touchdowns. He had a game of his life. Do you remember the best game you've ever had in the National Football League? Man, best game I ever had. Yeah. Um, trying to think what if there was a game. Hell, it could have been the Rams. The Rams game where I had a, my rookie year, the first Rams game, we had the black jerseys on. I had a pick in that game, a couple PBUs, and that's when I ran the 99-yard back. Uh Uh-huh. Just overall, that's when I felt like I that was like a November. You know, that's when they say, man, rookies hit that wall in November. Yeah. Now, cat, not P2. We started man. driving. I think I think I remember that game. They had they had the black jerseys on all black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my best game was probably my second year. We played against Tampa. They had Joey Galloway, uh, Mike Clayton that used to go to LSU. Uh and I was a fan of Joey Galloway growing up. So I'm like, man, I'm about to play against freaking Joey Galloway, right? Right. That game, I had like nine tackles, four PBUs, interception, a forced fumble. And I think I might have got a sack. Mm. It, it, was, it, 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 was, it was, I was in a zone. That went crazy. Yeah. And, and, and I remember like it was yesterday, it was a 425 kickoff. Uh, my second year. And I, and then, and, and I had an ISO. It, it was a, a nub side tight end, Pat P. This one, they had uh-huh. All-Star. So All-Star used to play running back for them. A little bit right. of fullback, but most of the running back. Nub right. side tight end, slot set away from me. I'm to the, I'm to the boundary on the nub side tight end. Nub side tight end blocks our end man out. So opens a freaking gap between me and John All-Star. Oh, boy. Are Nobody else... That? Hey, ain't nobody going to get to him before I get to him to slow him down. I see it. <laughs> Said, right. Oh, so in the, in the moments of him getting the football, I see the flashbacks of all his highlights of him running <laughs> over people, stiff arming people. It was like in slow motion. So while I'm getting ready to, to commit my life on the line, put my blood, put the, put my blood on the sword. I'm uh, seeing all his highlights, him running people over. I said, oh, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> my my thought process was like, I can I hope someone would get to him before I get before to him. I, I don't want to be the first. I don't want to have that first impact 
before anybody else can kind of slow them down. Ain't nobody there. Right. I said, well, Matt, <laughs> it's going to be what it's going to be. This is the conversation I'm having with myself. Oh, I, I've been there before. You know that feel like. <laughs> oh. I went in there. I just shoot. I shot. It was one of those situations where I shoot. They uh, show people that I'm trying to make effort, but I really don't want to make no contact. But I want you to see <laughs> I'm looking like I want this contact. That's what, it was one of them I want all the smoke. Luckily I enough, he hit, me with a side, he, hit, he hit me with a side step, and I caught his, his, his left thigh just a little bit to slow him down. But I said, man, listen, this man going to give me a could think, man. He going to put me to sleep. And I wasn't trying to go to sleep. <laughs> you get that could think, boy, you know, that messes the whole floor of the game. You know, you do. And back then, boy, oh you go to sleep, God. you still going to play. Bro, you coming crazy, out. Bro. Yeah, bro, you, you know that, problem, you, man. man. That, hey, you know, that ain't no good feeling when you see that back coming who won't action, who looking for contact. Like a Brandon and, Jacob, oh. Adrian Peterson. Mm. Oh. Yeah, them boys are different breeds. Man. Yeah, yeah, but that's probably yeah. my best game, though. That's probably my best game, Pat P. But hey, ladies and gents, I hope you enjoyed the show. Seven and one Minnesota take their talents to the Buffalo Bills this upcoming Sunday. A team that's clearly looking to get back in the winning column. We don't know what the status will be of Josh Allen, but we will find out before the game. I don't think Josh Allen is going to play. My prediction for this game, what I said, 24-19, Dalvin Cook going to give us 112 yards, 113 yards on the ground. Pat P is going to have another impressive game. Can't wait to see the celebration. Defensively, when they get this interception, these, these interceptions, and then the mm-hmm. celebration on the plane ride home. Make sure y'all stay tuned, and let's see what they got in store this Sunday. Put it on. All right, Pat P. Yes, sir.